The most empowering thing is that you get to choose every step. I encourage you to check in and ask yourself, are you living a life that is intentional? Are you self-abandoning over and over again like I did? Hi, and welcome to the Stacey Embers podcast. I'm a recovering alcoholic, sex and love addict, and codependent, and I spent most of my life self-abandoning. My life crumbled, and my special magic, that inner magical flame inside of me, it was gone, and it left only embers to smolder. But the thing is, is that embers radiate abundant heat long after that fire is out, and under the right conditions, our embers can reignite. And that is the same with these flames inside of us. I started rigorously building a new life, performing spiritual surgery, refusing to self-abandon, and spending time with my soul as well as learning and practicing new ways of healing while surrendering to my higher power. On this podcast, I will be giving you mindset guidance, sharing the tools that I used as well as sharing my personal stories to guide you to building an authentic life that you are so proud to live. Thank you so much for joining me, and I look forward to meeting you in my stories. Are you on the list to get updates for the Wild Embers online course, which takes you step-by-step into how to reignite your soul's embers to build an intentional and authentic life that you are so proud to live? Go to stacyembers.com to sign up now. Months and months ago, I knew that I was going to be starting my own business again and just really trying to like listen and understand what I wanted to do. And I knew kind of what I thought it was going to sort of look like. But I kept getting this this intuition inside of me that said that I needed to change my name. It was, it was important for me to change my name and, and it made sense. You know, it's, I wrapping up a long divorce process and I hadn't been with my former husband for years and that last name no longer energetically served me. It was like, it served me at a time, but it no longer does. And then I, and I checked in with myself and it was like, you know, my maiden name, I am no longer that young woman that that name was given to many years ago and it just didn't serve me anymore. So I'm going, okay, I need to change my name. I don't know what that's supposed to be. So I spent so much time on Google. Like I was like, I looked up archangels. I look up goddesses. I looked up every single thing on the planet that could possibly be my last name, my new last name. And I have this friend and she changed her last name to Vesta and Vesta is this goddess. And I was like, God, that's so cool. But I can't use it. That would be so weird if I just changed my name to like what she changed her name to. So I was trying to find all this other stuff and like nothing was sticking and I was getting really irritated. So, you know, I kept, I just moved on and moved on and I kept going and I just kept getting this kind of like what I call a niggle. It's like that thing in your belly that kind of like, you know, rumbles around and it's like, you change your name. And I was like, I don't know what I need it to be. So I was like, Stacy, you know exactly what you need to do. So I got quiet and I went into a meditation and my soul and my higher self showed me this beautiful golden color this golden light and it was warm and it was soothing and it was powerful yet hopeful and and I was like oh gosh that's beautiful and I was enjoying the space and 
Then I heard embers. And I was like, what? <laughs> I don't know what, why. Okay, embers. That's the, that's stupid. That's no, I'm not gonna, nope. And so I just, you know, I stayed in that, in that space. And I just kept, you know, asking my higher self, you know, what, what do you want? What is the, what is the name? What is the name? And it said embers. And I was like, that's not it. Like, that's not it because that's dumb. And embers, you know, it, but it felt like hopeful and it felt magical and it felt, uh, energetic and grounded. And so I, I was like, you know what, whatever. I just came out of the meditation and I was like, embers that's I don't know that can't be it that no I want it to be some kind of goddess or something cool you know and um so I went to the gym and you know I told my partner that that was what it was and I just kind of didn't I didn't present it with confidence because I just certainly thought it was kind of silly so I I go to the gym and I'm I'm working out and I'm like I, I ran into one of my friends and I was like, I told her about it and I was like, embers, you know, and she's like, okay. And I'm like, but that's dumb. And I don't, I don't want it to be embers. And cause then I Google it and it says that the embers are, you know, when the fire is dying and I was like, I am not a dying fire. And then, you know, I would go into my knowing and it was like this kind of hopeful, energetic, you know, like I said, grounded thing. And I was like, this makes no sense. So I kept Googling words and I kept trying to come up with new stuff and a couple days go by and then I go, I'm back at the gym because when I, when I move my body, um, you know, I start kind of processing more and, and it just kept saying embers when I would check in with myself, it kept saying embers. And so, um, kind of between workouts and I, and I look up, you know, can fires be started with embers and, you know, knowing what I know now about this word, it's kind of seems obvious, but for some reason at the time I was like, I don't really know much about this. And it said that absolutely fires are started with embers with the right conditions. It can start wildfires. It can start. And I was like, that's it, right? Like that's it. That is exactly the feeling that I had when I dropped into my meditation. And it was like such a, a beautiful thing. It was like surrendering into exactly what I already knew, but I continue to fight because I have to, because my ego gets involved and my logic brain gets involved. And I'm like, that's so dumb. And I was so worried about what people were going to think. See, that's the problem for me. I was so worried what people would think. I didn't even know who I was my whole life. I don't know if you can relate to this, but I just can't remember a time in my life. Well, no, I can. There's a few things. But there are so many memories that I have that were not rooted in my truth, that were so rooted in what I thought everyone wanted of me, what I thought people would think. You know, I picked... (laughs) Here's just a few examples. I picked my college major. It was based on absolutely nothing other than what I thought people would think of me. I picked some prestigious 
major that would make me look smart. I didn't even like what I was studying. That is self-abandonment after self-abandonment after self-abandonment. And I wish that I would have known how to check in with myself. I mean, I didn't even know what that was. It's like I just went to college. I, did I, I don't even know if I wanted to go. And it's like I just went. And then I, years later, I just moved in with my boyfriend. It's like I, I, I'm thinking of these things that I did in my life. And it was like I just went through the motions. Like you meet the boy. You have dinner with the boy. You know, you start having sex with the boy. You eat in. You eat out. You lay on the couch. You meet the parents. You just like do all these things. And then you start falling all over yourself because I certainly didn't intentionally love somebody. I was like falling all over myself. And then you move in. And it's like, this is just like what you do. Going back and looking at all of those memories, was I ever really awake? And I have memories of that into my adult life. Like as a woman, just being in an absolute fog I have memories of my dad joking around, uh, referring back to my childhood about that I like lived in a fog, you know, and he would like have his eyes closed and, and act like he was wandering around aimlessly. And while it was funny, it was very true. I lived in a fog. Nothing was rooted in reality. Nothing was rooted in truth. Nothing was rooted into what did I want? And that really sucks. (laughs) But, you know, really, it's okay. I I can think about it and, and feel shame about it and feel stupid and like it was a waste of time, but it wasn't. You know, I'm so grateful because of how awake I am today. I can look back on all of those memories and all of those things that I did and know that feeling that I had. And if I ever get that feeling today, I know I'm going completely against my grain. I'm going completely against exactly what I want and what I want to do. Have you ever woken up or just kind of like come to and be like, how did I get into this relationship? How did I get here? Well, I can tell you how I did it. It was a series of unconscious decisions. I know today what it is like to make conscious decisions. I know what it is like today to check in with myself into my knowing, go and check my motives, go and check, does this agree with me? Does this align with me? Does this vibrate in the same way that I vibrate? And then I step forward. I think about it. I am so intentional. And I wasn't doing any of that for so long. And I would even be in situations where I would like wake up literally in somebody else's bed that I had been seeing and thinking, why am I here? Why am I here? This person does not treat me well. None of this aligns with me, but I just kept coming back. None of that was in my truth. Just You know, and then I was like smoking cigarettes on the way home from his house thinking, why am I doing this? And then I just kept doing it. That is self-abandonment to its core. There's a couple ways that I self-abandon. And so much of what I'm going to talk about and the stories that I tell 
so much self-abandonment. I mean, it's everything is laced in it. The first way is that I don't even check in with myself. I just do something. I mean, impetuously or with in a fog or whatever, but I just do something without checking in with myself. Now, I love, I love the notion of ready, fire, aim. Like, I love it because we, we are generally, when we are do something courageous or with a little bit of fear or when we're nervous about something, like, we're never really ready to do something. We're never really ready to, like, take that leap or that action, right? So sometimes we just have to get ready, fire, and then aim, right? I love this. But... In that ready stage, okay, that is when I check in with myself. Like I have to say, does this align with me? Does this vibrate with me? Does it, does it align with my with my intentions, my integrity, are my motives right? Like that is a place where I can check in with myself. Does it align? Like go into my knowing place and say intentionally, yes. And then just do it, right? Because then if I do it and then it sucks or it doesn't work out or my my knowing kind of changes a little bit later, then I can aim and, and do something different. But for God's sakes, like I just need to check in with myself because so often I do something. I do it very less now but than I used to, but I can still do this. It's like just I do something that I don't even check in with myself and all of a sudden I'm in a situation that I'm like, how did I even get here? Well, how I got there was I wasn't intentional and I didn't check in with myself and all of a sudden doesn't align with me. All of a sudden I'm in a pickle and I did it to myself. The second way, and this is my favorite one, is that I check in with myself, my higher self, my soul, my higher power, all of these things are like, don't do it. And I do it anyway. (laughs) It's like, I'm sorry, I'm gonna let ego or fear, typically those two, get in the way And I'm going to act completely idiotic. Okay, so it's like, hey, it's probably not a good idea to do this. Oops, I did it. You know, or gosh, I'm just going to choose it anyway because I choose things today. I don't just like fall on myself or end up somewhere, you know, like, you know, when I'm unconscious, right? But if if I'm choosing something and I am intentional and I do it anyway, that is self-abandonment. Like I am self-abandoning who I am. So I check in with myself and it's like, you know, it takes a second, right? Just just a second. You know that feeling. You know that little feeling inside of you that's like, you probably shouldn't say this about your friend and then you do it anyway. And then you feel like crap afterwards. That is self-abandonment. But you know, typically those things, you can kind of slide under the rug and you're like, that's probably not going to ruin somebody's life. Hopefully not. And that was like a small example of self-abandonment. When my gut and my soul, my higher power, these things say, this is not a good idea for you and I do it anyway. I have done those things at epic proportions. Epic proportions. 
stayed in abusive relationships. Well, one particularly after my marriage. That is the sacred pain of all sacred pain. Wow. I really don't do it now in big ways. It is my life's work to not self-abandon. There were so many times where I would self-abandon and I had to spend years recovering from that pain. It is so painful. It is so hurtful to ourselves, our souls, our integrity, our moral compass, the people around us. I, I really, I'm really, really sure that I don't want to self-abandon like that again. You know, being intentional is hard work. It's hard work. And not listening to exactly really what we need to do is almost like, it, at, at first, it's like the easier, softer way, right? Like, I'm going to do that thing that feels good or hits a dopamine or, you know, gossip or do something, you know, probably that we shouldn't do. And it seems like the easier, softer way at first, right? But really, it's not because we have to clean it up. We have to we have to live with that decision. We have to. It takes so much longer to get back on course. So it's really not the easier, softer way. The the true the true 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 easier, softer way is to listen to ourselves, going into ourselves and listening, even though it feels hard or scary or challenges our ego, kind of like. The story of the embers, right? That wasn't necessarily hard, but it challenged me because my logic brain was like, that's the dumbest name ever. I don't think so, Stacy. I'm going to sit here in this meditation for longer until you give me another name. Well, that didn't happen. <laughs> and it's like, I just had to surrender, you know, just surrender to it. And it's it's not like... This is easy work. I mean, you have to be devoted to it. I am devoted completely to doing this work. I am so devoted to being intentional. I can't wait to tell you my story about inviting love into my life and not falling in love. Oh, I can't wait to tell you that story. This work is a practice. It is not something that came to me so easily. I had to work at it, practice, trust myself. And there is such a huge piece of this work that relies on the love I have for myself, the worth that I have to continue to build within myself, to trust myself, and to know that I am absolutely worthy of all the things that are in my knowing, no matter what. I am so grateful I am, I am beyond grateful that you are here. I am so proud of you because you are exactly where you're supposed to be right now. You are already doing the work. It is, it is already started for you. And thank you for letting me be of service to you and live in my light and in my calling as I share my stories, guide you through 
to your soul's calling and taking action on that, but using all of the million mistakes and painful times in my life and use them to be of service to you. So thank you so much for being here. I am so grateful for you and I hope that your embers are starting to just start a little bit more of a fire. If you have any friends who are struggling with feeling stuck in their life or you have watched their soul's flame start to dim, share this episode with them and it may help them to reignite their fire. Hit the share button, copy the link, and send it over to them. And if you haven't already followed the Wild Embers podcast, hit the plus in Apple Podcast and follow in Spotify. And that will just mean that each new episode is sent straight to your podcast app rather than you having to go look for it. Thank you so much for joining me today. Enjoy.